Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You guys can go ahead and do me a favor as you all come in on this evening. Get ready to share, share, share this live. We're having a super, super important conversation with uh, gubernatorial, gubernatorial, <laughs> uh, gubernatorial candidate uh, here in Oklahoma, Connie Johnson. So share, share, share this live. Uh, share it with your feeds. This is an opportunity for uh, your friends and family to hear up close and personal, straight from the horse's mouth, um, how Senator Connie Johnson plans to speak up for Oklahomans everywhere. So while we get our music together and everybody come online, go ahead and hit that share button for me. Hey, Ebony. How you doing, sugar? Hope you had a really, really great birthday. I know I'm a little late. <laughs> hey, honey. <laughs> Questions want to start. We started early tonight with technical difficulties, I see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, that's what happens when y'all serving these vegan hot dogs at barbecue. <laughs> uh, you have been rebuking the vegan ministry all day. I think this Listen. might have been a weekend thing. I logged off for a weekend, but I have a feeling this has been a soapbox you've gotten real comfortable on over the weekend.
Okay, now you mess you mess with my mold, man.
whose name is Amy, some Amy, Weinman, Weinman, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, she also was charged. She was charged with two counts of aggressive assault on a police officer. Apparently, she like kicked the dude and tried to spit on him. Uh, aggravated mm-hmm. assault by spitting spitting bodily fluid at the police officer. This oily conduct was resisting arrest, obstructing, and being a minor in the presence of alcohol. So, very interesting. What did you all think about that, uh, Kels? Okay, wait a minute. I, I didn't see that part on the video, but she said, y'all can't beat me because I'm not one of them. Yeah, she did. What she said? I missed that part. I must have watched all the way to the end, but... Uh, yeah, she did. Go mark. back to about, about the 49, 40, 45 seconds in, she said. Yeah, I mean, the phone. I did not hear it. But, uh, yeah, I, I really wasn't that sympathetic. You know, it, we've been talking about police brutality for so long, for years now. Maybe if, if everybody is treated just as bad, it would be brought to the light and we can get some... Get some Resolution to it, but I don't have any empathy, especially if she said that. Yeah, like, uh-huh. I mean, it, it's it's kind of hard to to be a you know. When I first saw it, I was like, man, they they beating on the Pope brother, and I'm like, wait, whoa, did she just? I had to go wide and like, she ain't just say what I think she just said. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, she. That's, I literally listen to the thing like six, like okay. you know how you would listen to something and go, maybe I heard that wrong. I listened to it about five or six times. Like, no, that's that's what she said. Yeah, yeah I'm going to I'm have to go back and listen to that because I sure missed it. But, you know, I wasn't very empathetic from from jump because I was like, <laughs> this, this makes how many times has it happened to, you know, one of us or people that look like me on a daily basis? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the words of what's the movie? No, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> What's the point with Terrence Howard and uh, Taraji? Whoop that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hustle with Flow. Um, think about the Hustle with Flow song. So that's how I feel yeah, about yeah. that hustle. Yeah. I'm yeah, usually I mean, real worried about these things. I'm usually real join hands and sing songs. And if you want it done, you know, I'm gonna see all broad. No. I. I had, I couldn't find any can for homegirl. Like, she's resisting. Just stop resisting. Yeah. She listened to the officer. This never would have happened. She just should have followed the law. Right. I got nothing. I got nothing for homegirl. Like, sucks to you today. I'm sorry that you had to witness that. But, like, I'm, I don't really have much for these right now. Like, sorry. Yeah, it was well, it was. It was. I think I think that also I think that also does say something about the collective of where we are as a community too. When like we have no like even even the good Pastor Burns in me was like, hmm, okay, you know, like I just didn't I just like I want and then I thought like it's a bad thing that I don't feel upset that this young lady in front of her child. This happened to her. Like, yeah. I know, I, like I know I should have felt bad, but in me, I was just like, like in my mind, I thought I thought Eric Garner. I'm like the Eric, Eric you know, I thought Eric Garner. I thought, you know, Sterling. Mm-hmm. I thought all of that stuff all came across me. It was just like, okay, but again, I know that ain't right. 
but that's just what I thought. It is, you know, and I'm not going, I'm not going, I'm not going front and say that that's not what I thought because it is. So we'll see. We'll keep we'll, we'll keep that one up and see what what, what happens to that. Um, so next story, uh, White House um, President Trump does it again. So President Trump today announced that he slapped a 25% tariff or tax um, on $50 billion worth of Chinese goods. So on Tuesday, the White House said um, that the administration would proceed with its proposal to impose a 25% tariff on $50 billion worth of goods from China and place new limits on Chinese investment in the U.S. high-tech industry. The decision comes after the after top administrative officials have tried to death in fears of the trade war. So Steve Munchkin, who is our Treasury Te- Secretary, initially said um, that this trade war, quote-unquote, was on hold, but apparently something happened, and it didn't. Then they decided to go along with it. Um, China um, initially said that if we did put this 25% tariff on theirs, that they would in turn put a 25% tariff on our um, on the things that they import from us. So it should be interesting. Um, that plus with a couple of other things that were happening today in Italy, the stock market took a pretty nice um, opened up at a pretty nice loss. So very interesting to see what's going to happen. Um, yeah, very interesting to see what's going to happen. What are your thoughts on that, Q? Um, I agree that it just the last time we discussed tariffs, I was kind of in the in the dark and full transparency. I don't have much more light today than I did then, um, because we only really discussed this. We really only just this when he starts messing with it. So I'm going to have to make an effort to really look into how the tariffs benefit us. Um, the last I do recall, we talked about this though. We were low key like here for it because it could have benefited us economically. So, you know, I will, again, wait for this one to balance out. I did come in this morning to the conversation where you broke down how the stock market reacts to these types of decisions, and that did help me understand a little bit better, kind of take some of the razzle-dazzle out of it where you see those numbers so dramatically changing mm-hmm. it makes you think that the sky is falling. So that was good mm-hmm. to have that that type of um, understanding. So appreciate that money mentor. But uh, no <laughs> um, as far as this one is concerned, I'm really going to have to wait for this one. Um, they're, they're, they're doing that bounce back, though. Talking about you got, you're going to do yours, I'll raise you a tariff. So I'll raise you a tax or however that is. So, you know, everything we own says made in China. So I just wonder how that really balances out. <laughs> when it really comes down yeah. to what, what will that affect? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, I understand <laughs> the strategy for trying to raise a tariff because of our tariff deficit. And the thing with China that, that worries me is being an entrepreneur that uses wholesale products that come from China. Mm-hmm. That would hurt me. <laughs> I can't yeah. afford 25% increase <clears throat> on products. And I that's one of the things that is, that is in the works now, trying to make a deal with the manufacturers. And a lot of those that are cheap are in China. So that mm-hmm. can kind of bring it home for some people. Things like this affect us if we are ordering things overseas. 
um, from my understanding, China has these high tariffs anyway. So when I was reading the articles and I read a couple of more articles just to try to see what was really going on, if they, China already has high tariffs on on our products that are um, imported there. Yeah. So they already well, have high tariffs. So I'm like, for retaliation, how much further are they going to go up? Yeah, yeah. I think I think I want to say I think that they're high because we don't we don't have one. So I think from a logistical mm-hmm. standpoint and from a price standpoint, yeah, we consider they, it's high to us because right now there's nothing. We don't really charge them anything. So it's gonna be like I said, it's gonna be interesting to see how this how things adjust adjust with this. But yeah, you're right. I think as an entrepreneur, that's something definitely to think about. What does what does this do to your cost of goods? Um, that that you buy from from there, and I think, but I think that's also part of his his goal in doing this is as you put tariffs on there, his goal is that it makes U.S. companies more affordable or competitive, quote unquote. And so instead of you buying uh, us buying our stuff from China, we say, well, that twenty percent now makes the prices pretty even, so we can buy it from U.S. companies, and that's kind of his logic. But the prices are still going to go up. Yeah, and also they also talked about stipulations on what uh, companies China can invest in. So there was a lot of talk about the super technological, technological companies are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was companies that China can invest in. So I, I guess I never really thought about with the stock market and things like that that other countries would be investing in. In you know companies that are here, and so they were gonna they're gonna restrict that. So I was anxious or trying to figure out what you know what would that do to the stock market as well. Yeah, when they release those restrictions, that's supposed to be like the end of the month, end of June, basically. Mm-hmm. So that was another piece yeah. that I thought was interesting. Yeah, we're gonna see. We are definitely gonna see. So. All right, um, next story. This is a little lighter. So <clears throat> over the weekend, over the weekend, um, there was some discussion on Twitter or Instagram, excuse me, <laughs> as to whether there's a new rap power couple. Um, so rumor <laughs> has it that rumor has it that Nicki Minaj is now dating Eminem. Uh, so, Kia, what's your thoughts on that? I think it worked. <laughs> I think it worked. And, um, <clears throat> and I'm getting ready to post the link in the live, but if you read through, you'll see that it was a little jokey joke. Um, and I kind of didn't think this one was going to be honest. I didn't I didn't really believe this one, just to be one hundred with you. Um, yeah. I just I didn't go for it. I'm an M fan, I'm a Nicki Minaj fan, and of all the odd pairings and things of that nature, this one never really even razzled my like it didn't ruffle me at all because I thought something like this was coming, especially after we found out they were doing music together. So, you know, mm-hmm. it is what it is. It works, good job. This is when it happens to go right. They didn't let it go on too long. They didn't let it draw out. You know, they ended it in good fun. Nobody fought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the track mm-hmm. will probably be hot, you know, so I'm, I'm here mm-hmm. for it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Kelly? 
trying to get us off the trail, Q. I think they may they may have a little something. I, mm-hmm. If they got together, it wouldn't surprise me because they're both. I mean, they're both kind of have that stigma of being uh, pushing things to the edge or being what I want to say. I don't know, being being the center of attention or being weird or quirky or whatever you want to kind of say it. Like they even say that they have like the kind of same sense of humor and things like that. So, you know, when people start doing music together, I never put it past them. They may have a little something, you know, a little flirting going on. We may hear about them later on talking about, yeah, we we tried it out or something. So, I mean, I was interested. I clicked on it to see what was going on. It was a joke. Not that big a deal, but I would. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we got together. Nikki likes rappers, so she does. Clearly, clearly. <laughs> she does. I want her to sit down somewhere though. Currently, I think she needs a, to to rest. But I'm not gonna judge another sister's uh, feet. I'm not ever gonna judge how she how she does her thing. But you know, mm-hmm. just talk about Nas. Can even get out the full skinny on Nas, and then. If, you know, we had the Eminem flare up. Now, that ended up being business. Okay, cool. You know, I, I'd rather see a M, I, I'd rather see a, a Slim Shady Roman remix of some stuff than a relationship, to be real honest. I think their, their kindred, you know, quirky spirits are best put on a track. <laughs> like, just leave it on track and let's keep it moving. <laughs> That's why I prefer that one. Yeah. <clears throat> I hope not, Will. Will just asked if Nas hit it and quit it, and I said, I sure hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping Nas. Yeah, okay. okay. All right, last one real quick. He might, he might, he might get it. I just hope he didn't. <laughs> All right, Will, you got three minutes, and I'm going to say, I'm going to let you two answer this one. Um, but so, so um, did you, I know we, we talked briefly about the, um, the, the red table. Session we oh. saw. Mm-hmm. Kelly, did you Kelly, did you see it? Yes, I did. I okay, thought it was yep. very good. And Go ahead. What's your thought? Oh, I thought it was good. I love to see women, especially women of color, um, get together and, and talk about issues about women's relationships and how we, you know, go through these things, these ups and downs with insecurities and and you know tearing other women down. And, not really looking at ourselves, and I think their conversation is one that needs to be seen by all women. Mm-hmm. I know we don't have a lot of time tonight, but I, I did watch the interview, and, and I suggest everyone, I'll put the link in the live, but I suggest that all women take a look at it. I really don't want to rush my thoughts, so maybe talk about it another time, but <laughs> I think it's good to see. Jada and Gabriel, you know, y'all know Gabriel Union is one of my bestest in my head. So yeah, I was loving all that, <laughs> loving all that. <clears throat> all right, Q. Um, I agree with Kel. This was a super powerful, very important episode of this show. I love this show completely. This is, I think, the third or fourth episode of it, and I'm loving what she's doing with this. I've read Gabriel Union's book. And to see this come full circle for her, she didn't mention Jada and her relationship specifically in the book, but to see another woman low-key confirm that this is exactly who she was. It wasn't, you know, book fluff. 
it was their life. A lot of women experiences, even the beautiful ones, you know, the rich ones experience these types of frustrations and struggle with this. So like Kel says, I don't want to rush something that's this important to women, you know, and to fellas, to, yeah. to men, because this is how we, this affects how we love you. Um, how we relate to one another does affect our confidence in how we love you. Um, so this is important for everybody. Daughters should watch it, moms, wives, sisters, women should watch this video. I loved it. Yep. All right, well, we'll come back. If we have time later on the show, we'll come back to it. But I think, I think that that was, I'll end this by saying, I think that that was probably one of the most phenomenal conversations I've seen uh, in a long time. Um, and yeah, it was phenomenal. It was it was endearing. It was healing. It was. Uh, I think that whatever. I, I was very proud of Gabrielle Union. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very proud of her watching that because I saw you. I saw a woman like she's. I'm like that's that's somebody that is becoming that's coming into her. And so that was that was dope for me to see. So, um, yeah. And could y'all yeah, kind of tell? I don't have to wrap this, but could y'all kind of tell that it looked like Jada initiated the rift between them, and Gabby Gabby was kind of looking like, mm-hmm, yeah, you, you, you okay? So we're gonna own this situation. Like, I don't tell. I don't know if you as a woman grabbed that, you know, in that initial interaction that they had, the expression on her face. It was almost teary eyed. Yeah. She was looking like finally. It felt like a finally moment, like, okay, you see what this really did and how awkward it made things for us. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, you can see the growth in Gabrielle in a lot of ways on that. I think she needed yeah. that. That was healing for her as well. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Cool. All right, so this we're going to go to our first news song. So my, first of all, the news is brought to you by The Money Mentor. If you all have not been following, um, I have been uh, offering um, – weekly discounts on some of my courses. So this week's discount um, uh, is on the 30-Day Money Mentor Makeover, where I give you uh, instructions for 30 straight days on how to make over every part of your financial life. So I show you how to save money in every area, or not every area, but in most areas. I show you how to put together a budget. I show you how to start investing, how to start saving, uh, and how to put together a debt uh, elimination plan. So it's $47 this week, um, and then it goes back to the regular price after that. So if you're interested, then um, you can email me at themoneymentor1 at gmail.com or inbox me on Facebook or DM me on Instagram. So this first song tonight is a new song uh, called Nowhere by Trey Ward. Wait, no, I'm sorry, it's called My Way. By Trey Ward. I'm sorry. My way by Trey Ward is the first song tonight. Oh, my way? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Baby girl, I'm trying to find a way to forget about your way. I keep on coming back to you. That fucking fight it ain't gonna do. So take the hand and see with me and get loose. Duh, duh, side to side, round and round, baby, dip it down. Separate, baby, bring it back. You got a lot back, duh, baby, bring it my way. Duh, duh, side 
Round and round, baby, dip it up Step for it, baby, bring it back You got a lot back there, baby, bring it my way Baby, bring it my way Baby, bring it my way Baby, bring it all my way Baby, bring it my way Baby, bring it my way Baby, bring it all my way Let me work it to the side, yeah, yeah You know you ride that pie like a bike You know you got that wet, oh, you thought it was a tide I can beat it up like deep, but we can take it outside, yeah, yeah For sure, I had to bring it my way From Dallas to L.A., all summer I get paid Waist always curved, your mama get all the praise Your hips like Thanksgiving dinner, put it on the plate, yeah, yeah Pockets heavy, sorry for the way, yeah, yeah Sorry that we late, I had to bake a cake, yeah, yeah Promise that I never do you dirt, put you first I got plans for you to put that ass to work, but can you... Can you bring it my way? Can you bring it my way? Baby, bring it all my way. Can you bring it my way? Can you bring it my way? Round and round, baby, dip it down Step for it, baby, bring it back You got a lot back door, baby, bring it my way Baby, bring it my way Baby, bring it my way Baby, bring it all my way Baby, bring it my way. Baby, bring it my way. Baby, bring it all my way. All right, all right. That was new music. And for those of you following on the live, you may have missed my correction. That was titled My Way by Trey Ward. I dig that. Nice little Caribbean vibe. Did you guys like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We will have that back. Well, as you all know, we have been super excited and chatting about this very, very, very important show. Um, to us here in Oklahoma, <clears throat> hopefully uh, nationally, if all things go as planned for Ms. Johnson. Um, but she is currently running for our Oklahoma State Governor's race. So I would like to get into this. I'm going to go ahead and run down her bio so we can get to chatting. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Senator Connie Johnson served for 33 years in the Oklahoma State Senate, representing Oklahoma City's predominantly African-American East Side, where her focus and willingness to speak out as a Senate researcher and senator on health, mental health, and human services issues that disproportionately affect the economic and social well-being of the poor, minorities, women, children, and people with disabilities was game-changing. A native of Holdenville, Oklahoma, she has lived in Dustin, Idaho, Oklahoma City, Stella, and Forest Park, 
She has three adult children and two granddaughters. Connie graduated with honors from Oklahoma City's Frederick A. Douglass High School, the University of Pennsylvania, and Langston University's Master's in Rehabilitation Counseling Program. She is also a a lifelong member of the Church of the Living God. Connie Johnson made Oklahoma history as the first woman and African-American to win a major party U.S. Senate nomination. Her legislative reproductive health rights advocacy was featured on John Stewart's daily shows, Bro Choice, and led to the 2012 defeat of Oklahoma's personhoods bill. Scoop Nation, please welcome one of Oklahoma's candidates for Governor Senate, Senator Connie Johnson. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You there? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh Lord, it's not her. It's doing it again. Hold on one second. <laughs> I need to breathe. Take a deep breath. Okay, there we go. All right. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, Senator. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm actually on the road. All right. Well, thank you for joining us and making time for us, for sure. We definitely appreciate that. So uh, if we if we uh, lose call again, I'll talk. Okay. We, we understand. We know how that drop call situation goes. Can you hear me okay? I can. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Well, I just gave our listeners a really quick uh, bio. It was kind of personal, so we really would like to know um, a little bit about your professional background and what has brought you to the governor's race, the current race. Sure. I am the. I'm a lifelong resident of Oklahoma, and I'm a daughter of public educators. I'm actually I actually trained to teach French at the University of Pennsylvania. So education is very important in my background. Uh, it's it's the career that teaches you that you have a duty to give and to help others. Um, I had a 33-year public service career uh, that spanned from the early days um, CETA program, community action programs, and um, ultimately led me to a 24-year career with the Senate actually writing, researching, um, enacting policies that impact Oklahomans. And, you know, my familiarity with the plight of of marginalized and disenfranchised communities and the reality of the cost to us when we fail to address their needs, uh, Mm -hmm. that that is a significant cost. And so we, we see what we're lacking in everything good and we're, we're good in everything bad. So I um, I have a background and I have a heart for helping people get the best they can out of government, and, and that's the experience I want to bring to the table uh, to hold government accountable to all of the people, not just the special interests. Amen. With that. <laughs> well, well uh, hello, Dr. Johnson. I have a question. Hello. Uh, <laughs> I'm another co-host, Kel. And my question is uh, about legalizing marijuana. Mm-hmm. And as I uh, legalizing marijuana, and I understand that it's uh, one of the priorities of your campaign. Can you kind of fill us in on uh, what the strategy is with that? 
Sure. Um, and, and just a, a little education, this, this term marijuana is really referring to cannabis. Um, okay. the, the term was created in the 30s as a part of the reefer madness propaganda campaign to uh, mm-hmm. demonize this plant that happens to grow in Oklahoma between the cracks of the concrete that, that God put here uniquely to demonize it as a part of the what we call today the war on drugs. And so policy, cannabis policy reform is needed because right now we know that one form of cannabis, medical cannabis, medical marijuana, which we're going to vote on on, on June 26th as well, and which is my signature issue. I, I introduced it uh, 11 years ago to total disparagement, but, you know, having been educated and understanding uh, that medical cannabis can heal children who are having epilepsy. It can stop mm-hmm. veterans from committing suicide. It can, it's known to deal with all kinds of diseases and conditions that Oklahomans are dealing with. And uh, uh, the, uh, uh, just happened. The, uh, the reality is that we can have health and wealth in Oklahoma. Uh, cannabis, um, industrial hemp, Another form of cannabis is uh, is the um, is the med- it has a medicine in it as well that will uh, heal people and it, it helps people who are suffering from opioid addiction to get off of opioids. Uh, legalized hemp is the most durable plant fiber known to man. It uh, has been around thousands of years. Oklahoma used to lead the nation in rope production. When uh, in 2000, uh, in in uh, World War II, because it grows here that crazy, uh, we get nineteen thousand dollars a year per acre on hemp compared to three thousand on corn. Um, hemp is. Wow. Uh, uh, Builds houses. It, it creates houses that are UV resistant, that are warm in the winter and cold in the summer. Uh, it literally. Okay, go that way. We're, we're trying to find our path here. <laughs> uh, it literally. Well, it's crazy coming back from eating, but it literally can mean an economic revolution in the state. It's predicted that by the year 2020. Hemp will be a $20 billion industry. Um, wow. And so so it's a crop that we're burning down right now. Yeah. Uh, spending a lot of money to burn it down. and and But we're also ultimately on the other, on the third leg of this stream in terms of adult use of cannabis, we are locking up far too many people, ruining far too many people's lives, disproportionately, these are black, brown, and poor people. Oklahoma now incarcerates more people, women and men, more black people than any other state in the nation. We were always number one in incarceration of women, but right now we're even number one or two in overall incarceration. And it's that way as a part of a prison, in, a private prison industrial complex that is built on simple possession of marijuana in which we pay private prisons 
98% uh, we, we guarantee them that 98% of their beds will be full or we will pay for them. And then those entities, those special interests, those private interests, turn around yeah. and donate untold amounts of money to policymakers like Governor Fallon who then keep these laws the same or make them even worse. So mm-hmm. it, cannabis, medical, legalizing marijuana, changing our policies on cannabis could mean that Oklahomans could come out of the dark ages and we could stop locking up people for a plant that God put here in Genesis 1 and 29. It, it amazes me in, a, in the buckle of the Bible Belt State what these yes. churches are coming out against, State question 788, are reading. I'm not sure which Bible they're reading, but the medical association stands to uh, be impacted by changing this policy because pharmaceuticals are big business. The liquor yep. industry, mm-hmm. the cigarette industry, uh, again, mm-hmm. the private prison industry, all of these systems are being levied on the backs of poor black and brown people disproportionately to the extent that it is bankrupting our state. We cannot sustain it. And to the extent that we're putting in $24,000 a year for a prison bed compared to $12,000 a year per child for education. So that's a broken picture that is predicated on some, some corrupt practices that I will stop as governor of Oklahoma. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Explanation. You you learned me some things. Okay. You know what? <laughs> and and that's the biggest piece of this. It's about educating. Like like mm-hmm. you just learned something you didn't know, right? There's so right. many folks who don't know the facts about cannabis. All they know is what they've heard, what they have been conditioned to believe because we lock up so many people, oh, that mess is bad for you. Johnny's smoking that stuff. Well, grandmas are raising Johnny's kids because Johnny's in prison or Johnny's mom is in prison and she's raising Mm -hmm. Johnny and and they don't realize that blacks and whites use cannabis at the same level. Great. White folks just don't get arrested. And that's now, I, sorry, I was going to say, I, now you bring up a really good point, and I want to segue into what you're talking about. Here recently in Oklahoma, we have been somewhat, um, we are excited, as you can tell, we led with this question um, for many reasons, mm-hmm. but primarily mm-hmm. because of what you recently said is how this particular issue and this drug specifically has, or this plant specifically has affected so many of our households. Here recently, yes. we have heard that there was a petition going around that everyone was supposed to sign in 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 uh, agreement with this so that we could get this passed and could show our support. Well, here recently, there has been some conversations surrounding the fees that are being proposed within this bill, um, saying that it is going to pretty much price us, the people who have been the most affected and could stand to gain the most, um, out of this industry once we legalize it. Um, I, I, I I would like for you to give us your thoughts on that, maybe educate us a bit more as far as is this a stepping stone type situation where we need to get it in and then work out the details, or is this something we should be concerned about while we are putting all of our support behind this this opportunity for us? 
Sure. So there is some confusion right now because there is another petition that is being circulated to fully legalize it in, in a constitutional provision. Uh-huh. And, and, and I believe that's the one that has minority communities concerned about not necessarily the, you know, the, uh, the benefits that will accrue by, by not locking up so many people, but by the barriers, the financial barriers that are being put in place that will limit uh, uh, minorities and, and, and other communities' ability to participate. So these high thresholds, $30,000 thresholds, and I haven't right. read that one, but, but, you know, it's a constitutional amendment, and if it passes, it can't be changed. It would take another vote to change it. Now, compared to 788, which is a referendum, it, it is not constitutional. It's statutory, and it can be changed or tweaked or messed up in any way. Uh, that is why we must ensure that, that someone who knows about the issue, who has been studying it and working with it for over 10 years, is elected, someone who looks like the people who've been most impacted by the negative aspects of these laws, we have to make sure that we elect someone like me. Uh, mm-hmm. There's, there's yeah. no other candidate who can say what I'm saying and can guarantee that this law will continue to be rolled out in a progressive way. I'm not sure about the possibilities for that new state question because I think there's going to be a lot of pushback. But state question 788 is a reality. It's on the ballot on June 26th, which I think is wonderful because, you know, we got to get our people to believe just one more time. Just go vote one more time. This is our chance. There's a blue yeah. wave across this country, and, and we can make history in Oklahoma. Black folks can ch- determine the outcome of this race by going yeah. to vote this time. You know, yeah. if I'm, when I'm elected, I will be the first native black woman governor in the United States. And why not in a state like Oklahoma, the reddest state in the union? You know, hmm. yeah. I, I used to think we were red because of our, uh, our conservative voting policies. Uh, mm-hmm. But we're red because we're in the hole. We're, our budget is busted. You know, that's when the red flag, flag flies. So, uh, ironically, the the solutions are in the ground, the wind, and the sky. And I'm a candidate who is talking about uh, the at least $1.4 billion that can come in money to fund education and health care and infrastructure and environmental protection. Uh, you know, an additional $1 billion that can be earned just by holding uh, um, existing revenue streams accountable. Mm-hmm. Right now, oil and gas is not paying its fair share. Uh, wind is actually being generated here, and it's generating savings, but we're sending our resource out to um, uh, other states. So it's, um, so, let, let it's me, an opportunity for us. So you're saying that you would raise you would raise taxes on the oil and gas companies? 
I would restore the gross production tax to 10%, not 7%. Um, we've, we've had that low rate since 2014. That's four years of losses that we cannot recoup. That's four years of uh, that's four years of uh, um, losses we can't recoup. But, but four years of time, huh? Four so years of time that, wasted and damage, and damage to people's properties. The damage that is sure. accrued to people's cop- properties needs to be remediated, and so the three percent above the seven percent would be put in a remediation fund to take care of, of what has happened as a result of oil and gas behavior. So then that so then that revenue wouldn't really go towards fixing the budget that would go to initially to remediation and then in years after that. But then wouldn't that also well, cause no, no, no. Let me let me clarify. Let me clarify. If the extra amount would go to remediation. The restored seven okay. percent would mean that we would have more money to go into education, but just restoring the 7% gross production tax will not get us out of the budget hole. Uh, mm-hmm. We are operating at a rate that is 15% less than what it was in 2007, and we have 165000 at least 165000 in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So uh, Of our money that can come from revenues, uh, taxes, and what have you. 
you know, we re, we need to repeal state question 640 that prohibits passing and tax increase without a supermajority. Uh, that is holding us down as a state. And there's just several more, more accountability behind locking up people in private prison beds uh, who are nonviolent and, and guaranteeing um, private prisons a 98% bed occupancy guarantee. That's lack of accountability for existing funding streams. But that composed, uh, combined with the, uh, the new funding streams represents $2.4 billion in our economic solution plan. Okay. Um, nobody else is nobody else is talking about nobody else is talking about the income or where the money is going to come from. True. Um, so, so I'm the only one. I'm the only one that's willing to say that. Now the libertarians will, but you know I, I think we're going to see um, a nominee come from a major one of the two major parties. I'm I'm up against one person as a Democrat, there are like 10 Republicans running, so I anticipate they will have a runoff. Uh, but but this is, a, this is a bumper year for blue states, for uh, demonstrating that people are tired of business as usual. And, and when you look up there and you see all of those candidates look just alike, I'm the only one that looks different, then... I feel we're being set up for business as usual as well at, at the time when we can least afford it. Okay. Charles, you had a question? Um, I don't know if y'all was sitting or not. Oh, my question was, what do you think, or what is, you kind of talked about it already, but I was going to ask about what is, what were your plans to, to get Oklahoma out of the budget crisis uh, that, the current governor has us in, but I think you were covering that when the technical difficulties happened. So mm-hmm. is there a another part of the, the current administration that you would change once elected? Yeah, I would. There's so much that's broken in our state government, and even the way the system uh, allows two individuals with all the power to control what happens in the legislature, and that's the speaker and the pro tem, and, and they are motivated by big money interests, you know, who contribute to their PACs in order to re- maintain their power and keep them in office and keep them in control. And that system is broken because the, the ordinary public thinks that, you know, my, my, le- my community sent me to the Senate for nine years, and they literally thought that I had the ability to introduce legislation and get it heard and do something for them based on our community's needs. Well, you know, that's just not the way it is. And and uniquely, though, the proposals that I presented 10 years ago are still around uh, because they were the mm-hmm. right proposals. When when we talked about decriminalizing marijuana, you see we voted on that, 780 and 781. We talked about I proposed getting the governor out of the parole process. We did that. You know, I proposed legalizing medical cannabis. We're going to do that. Um, and, 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 and these systems, these sentencing schemes, uh, I made proposals over the years to change some of the sentences that are contrived and created under the war on drugs. Uh, and many of those 
issues are still real today, like like three strikes you're out and mandatory minimums and civil asset forfeiture and life without parole for drugs. You got 55 people serving life without parole currently. Uh, and, and, you know, you're going to ask the death penalty is at the top of the list of egregious sentencing schemes, and life without parole is the other death penalty. But these are proposals for changes that I introduced in 2009. At that point, Republicans were in control, and, of course, none of them got heard. But they could not get away from the truth about these issues being the ones that are most damaging to our current environment, our current people's well-being, and to our state budget. Totally agree. We only got about five minutes left, and we got a couple questions that our, our listeners are asking, so we're going to rattle these off pretty quick. Um, teacher pay. Um, so recently we had an issue, you guys had an issue in the state with educators walkouts that they asked for a $10,000 raise for teachers and a $5,000 raise for support staff. They did not get that. Um, what's your plan to get teachers there um, to what they asked for, and what do you think it's going to take? Regardless of the question, the answer is the budget. Mm-hmm. And how do you how do you find the new money to fund the budget? Again, the money that can come from new renewable sources that we're not already tapping into is more than adequate to fund teachers at the pay raise that they're leaving for. They're not leaving for $6,000 and $10,000. They're leaving for $19,000. Um, mm-hmm. and, and Colorado has so much money that they are funding uh, conflict management programs for, for gang members. So not just teachers' salaries, but, but equipment and supplies and, of course, uh, support staff salaries and and state worker salaries have all been frozen while this self-interested legislature has been playing all these games about who gets the money and who gets the gold and who gets the rules. So um, teacher funding, teacher pay, all of those issues can be addressed by funding or by, by changing our policies on cannabis. All right. Well, okay, um, I totally, totally, totally appreciate you joining us this evening. Please tell us how we can, can follow ask, you. Hold on, Q, before, before sorry, you do sorry. that, Q, let me, let me okay. ask this one question. Can I ask one more question, um, Ms. Johnson? Yes. Okay, one more question because this is um, – so – uh, one of the things that, I, that we're asked was, how do you plan on um, reaching out to communities and count, co- counties uh, who don't necessarily know you as of yet? Because which this is still, I know this is still somewhat early in the process. But what's your plan moving forward to get yourself out there, and uh, so more people can see you and know you um, for those who want to see you um, see you in? And what can they, what can we do to help? Hello? <laughs> in terms of what we're doing in the campaign, I've already been going toe-to-toe with these guys across the state at all of these forums. I've been to Tahlequah, Durant, uh, Northwest okay. Oklahoma, Enid, 
and 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 so we're doing that, and and our message is resonating with people. Um, okay. We're doing. We're going to be doing everything in these last in this last month to contact voters directly and to inform them and educate them about the issues that are most impacting the people, the budget shortfalls and the solutions, and to be sure and vote yes on state question 788. So we'll be making robocalls. I just want to remind the listening audience to be sure and answer your phone. Uh, but, you know, at this point, it's... We're going to use social media. We're going to use everything we can with our available resources in order to keep this message and this voice out there. Okay. Well, we, all right. We appreciate your time tonight. Um, and definitely if there's anything we can do to continue to help, we would definitely do that. Um, and uh, thanks for coming on tonight. Well, please please remind everybody to go to the website, ConnieForGovernor.com. And check us out on the policies. Go there to volunteer. We need those are the available resources that we have plenty of. We we need volunteers. We need people signing up using a strategy to vote by mail. That's a strategy that that Republicans have used for years. That is is winning for them. We want our community realizing that you know they can go to my webpage, pull down the tab, sign up to vote by mail online. It only takes three minutes, and then. Um, uh, donate. You know, we we're not we don't have all the money in the world, but small donors make the difference. Seven dollars, twenty-seven dollars. Uh, another issue with our government is that it is broken because it's for sale to the highest bidder. So when you see all of these commercials on at ten o'clock at night, you have to wonder who owns those people. You know, we will we won't have that ability, but we will have the ability to to keep this message going. Go to ConnieForGovernor.com, donate, sign up to volunteer, and definitely sign up to vote by mail. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate okay. you very, very much, and we'll continue to push your name out there and anything else we can do to help. Push your message out. Okay. Shout out to Tasha Featherstone. She's going to be hosting an event for us tomorrow where we're celebrating 100 years of women getting the vote in Oklahoma. It's at 530 tomorrow at the Farmer's Market, and uh, Ohio Senator Nina Turner, who is head of our revolution, will be our keynote speaker. But we're going to have live bands and food, and we're just going to have a lot of fun educating people about 788 and and voting strategies. So come out tomorrow. Tasha's going to emcee as Mother Mabel, and it's going to be a fun time. All right. All right. awesome. We appreciate you. All right, thank you. All right, have a good night. Bye-bye. All right, you heard him, ladies and gentlemen. Go vote. Uh, yeah, it's Connie Johnson. Vote and vote, Connie Johnson. <laughs> get y'all some weed. I'll get them some cannabis. And some... No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm doing. What you think, Kevin? I said, do we need to do our music? Do we need to get on to the hot topic? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. You can go you ahead and go to the hot topic. We're we going to give you all your time. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut me. <laughs> Don't cut me. <laughs> 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 well, baby. <laughs> 
it. It is time for the Hot Topic with Kels, your girl. Uh, the Hot Topic is brought to you by Kirby Kitten Clothing, where self-reflection is perfection. We are we service women who want to show off their curves. So let's get right into it. Uh, for those of you on the live, the uh, it's the pinned comment, if you haven't seen the question yet. Uh, and it's actually a scenario, so I want to try to read the scenario, and then we'll we'll start taking comments. So the scenario is he invites you out on a date. You're excited because he's an attractive guy. You're having a wonderful dinner. You're finding out that you have a lot in common. He's talking about his goals, his ambitions, what drives him, what makes him tick, etc. The vibe is locked in, and you are quietly feeling this guy and trying not to let him know just how much you're feeling him. The bill comes, he whips out his card, the waiter comes by and gets the ticket, he comes back minutes later saying his card has been declined. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> Little did he know, his account, his account has been compromised and his bank has lost his account. He's totally embarrassed and asks you to pay. However, your check hasn't been deposited yet, so you don't have the funds to pay for the check either. What do you do and what are your expectations for him to remedy the situation? And this was brought, was this question was asked by one of our uh, regulars, uh, Big Bean. Thank you for this topic. Got a lot of traffic today in the group. So I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with Win on this. I know he don't ever want to go first. But. I'll go first on this. This is an easy one. <laughs> so if you were in the situation. Or what advice would you give, you know, one of your homegirls like me that was in this situation? Because like, I know you would, you you might not be the guy. Or if you are the guy, what would be your resolution? Um, so it depends on where I, where I was. Well, for if I'm in the, first of all, if none of my, so if, I, if my debit card doesn't work, my, I would then try to use a credit card. And if my credit, you know, and from there. If my credit mm-hmm. card doesn't work or I don't have it, then at that point, um, I would probably have to make a phone call. If I either have to call, you know, um, some first, let me let me back up. So first of all, as the money mentor, let me say what I would do. What I would do is I would call the bank and tell them that because you can call when something like this happens, you can call your bank and have them force pay an item like this through. You can tell them that this particular purchase is me. I need y'all to force pay this through. Because I'm at the restaurant right now and I have no other no other um way to pay for it, number one. But let's just say I don't know that. So what I would do then is like I said, I would probably either call like one of my guys or my cousin or something like, Hey, PayPal me over a few dollars or X amount of money mm-hmm. because this is what's going on, I'll pay you back tomorrow. Um or something like that. If that didn't work Listen, I have to sing or something. Sing a song, wash some dishes, something. Luther done got me out of a I done made some money singing Luther. I'd be in there singing Luther that night. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Listen, if I have to. <laughs> okay. Not mad at well, Let's see. I'm going to go to a couple of comments before I go to Q. Let's see. A couple of comments on the post. We have one that says, uh, kind of the same thing. Wynn says, whip out a credit card or use a card that would allow me to overdraw on it. 
I will let him know we might be washing dishes if it doesn't work. Um, I one one person says great scenario. This is real life right here. It happened to me. Uh, another lady says, tell him in six seconds we run it. Take y'all <laughs> <down." laughs> You can't run that and then she said, "Now nah, move it, move it over from saving the chicken and keep it moving." Hmm. Uh, let's see. Another person says, "I guess we take we take turns going to our cars to try to scrape two nickels together. Makes for a great love story. Uh, that's a good way to look at it." Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was cute. I like one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what you think, Q? What you think about that situation? How would you handle it? Hmm. For someone who has had hits and misses with debit and credit cards throughout my adult life, <laughs> I would probably uh, be more empathetic to it, especially if he realized, like, on the spot in this particular situation, like, I have no access regardless. Um, that probably wouldn't have bothered me too much. Uh, I replied on the post that um, I would, first of all, I don't go out, whether it be with my girls, a date, regardless, without enough money to cover me and my date. I don't like being embarrassed like that, and that's how my mama raised me. Don't go if you can't cover yourself and whoever you're going with. Um, <clears throat> but it's definitely yourself. But I wouldn't leave them on stuck like that because we were having a good date. So the part of me not being able to cover mine would come into play, and I would probably call Michelle, and she would come through because she's awesome like that. Um, if I needed <laughs> she would be talking cash, money-ish, though, and would have all kinds of jokes for homie. It would, like, be a super over-beer conversation because we would owe her a beer <laughs> or something <laughs> after that. But, you know, it, it would get handled. It wouldn't be a big deal. Now, he'd have to have it all the way together for day two, but, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be a deal-breaker for me. But look, I'd be out. Look, he have to have it all the way together. I guarantee you, before you left, you'd be like, uh, hey, bro. You got some cash on you too, just in case. I need show me the money. Right. I'm going to break Jerry right. McGuire. You, 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 you need to call call you need to call your bank real quick, bro, just to make yeah. sure that you good for the night. Like it would yeah. be some major jokes happening. Mm-hmm. Rightfully, I know, you know, files and stuff, make them feel all good. You good, shake it. You sure? You want to call somebody real quick? You need to make ATM call. Okay. Right. <laughs> You need, to hit that chase. you need to hit that chase. You need to hit that chase quick pay real quick. Or you yep, for the yep. night. You good? <laughs> so, Kels, you said you had this happen. What did you do? What did you do, Kels, when this happened to you? Um, well, the the first time, I think it's happened, happened twice. The first time, uh, I think the dude, was, no, it ain't nothing. I know he just broke. <laughs> You know, I found that out later. But my gut was telling me he was he was lying. He knew he didn't have no money. And mm-hmm. I had, you know, I had it. I had the funds. And that's one thing, Q mentioned it too, um, that's another thing I, I grew up uh, knowing is I always have some kind of backup. Like, don't leave nowhere without something, some kind of secure funding, where it's a credit card or some cash you got hidden in the car, something. And so I don't. I think I would have been prepared for that. But in the scenario that I couldn't find it or didn't have it on me, oh yeah, I'm calling. I'm calling Elder John. I'm calling one of my yeah. parents. Like, hey, they giving them the phone. They should pay for this meal right quick. Yeah. <laughs> but if that didn't work, I think.
think I'm very resourceful, and I've worked in food service, so yeah, the, the dishes would be an option. I don't know if people even do that anymore, but I mean, they probably will let you set up. I've had a situation where I've left my, um, like the, the credit card that didn't work and my ID mm. in that place and, and went and got another card. So, I mean, you can, if you have the gift of gas, you can talk your way out of it. Yep. You may even have a sad story that that manager going to let you go ahead and get away with it. But yeah. to him, that would definitely be big jokes. I would trust my gut. And if I felt like something wasn't right, it probably wouldn't be another date. But you definitely, if I like him, he's cool. Um, but yeah, we're going to have jokes. Every time we go somewhere, you, go, you cool, you got your wallet, yep. your account okay, you want to check your account before we leave. <laughs> um, that kind of I, I would go back to I the – go ahead. I think I told y'all a couple of months ago when I was at uh, at B-Dubs and, and, it was, and I saw a couple and this was happening to them. Like we were sitting there, I was sitting there and like dude was flashing his card and he was like, I just got paid. Like he – Showing receipts like I just keep and 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 the poor lady that was there she handled it like a, like a G she was like oh don't worry about it I got it he was like no this is and so I'm like you know I'm like I was about to pull out my card like hey man here you go you know because I felt <laughs> bad right, right. <laughs> yeah right. I did I felt bad I'm like man this is man's first date with this lady and he out here you know and it's hard not like I felt bad for him. And, but eventually, like, it was something wrong with the car machine, so they, like, reset the machine and then tried it to work. So I felt bad for the dude, so I was going to pay for their food. And, like, man, just hit me up tomorrow. You know, he was like, no, y'all can leave. And the manager was like, well, I'll just, you know, he's like, y'all can take my card number and run it tomorrow with y'all machine working. Like, he tried everything. And finally, when they worked after them swiping about the sixth time, I was like, whew. And she right. stood there like, like, no, it's no big deal. I, I got it. I understand. It's, it's you know. I'm like, no. I wanted to be like, bro, you know you ain't getting nothing tonight. I just want to tell them that, like, you know what ain't happening. I will say this. If my gut is telling me now, back then, when that happened to me, and I knew the guy probably would have told the truth, I was a little bit more timid. I was still timid. But now, if my gut is telling me something fishy is going on, oh, yeah, he's getting clown right there in the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make you feel so little. Yeah, we're not. I'm going to get that meal paid for, and I'm going to, you know, it's it's not going to yeah. be nice. It's not going to be pretty. I'm going to crush and it. it. You know, and, Kel, it really sucks to even have to say that. And I'm sure since the beginning of time, people have had to, you know, we've been trusting our guts since we've had guts to trust, okay? Like, I get that. But, <laughs> I, I think, you know, Rashawn has been asking a bunch of questions kind of like this today. He's been on a roll today. And it's yeah. just thinking about what you just said as far as having to trust your gut and what, like, it's really sad that we would have to even entertain the thought that that could be a thing. And this day in 2018, yeah. that people would invite people out on a date knowing full well there is no money and on their card and ain't a nickel to rub together between the seat and get in this position and embarrass yourself and, well, you wouldn't be embarrassed. You'd play embarrassed because you knew it was your thing. But, like, to set something up like this, you know, and call yourself date-worthy or, you know, like, bro, or, you know, I mean, we have to look at that. I'm going to hold on. Well, hold on, but hold on, please. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. 
shows up knowing full well that they have no intention of a relationship. They have no intention of no no goals of being with that guy and still put themselves in that position are equally wrong. See, give me a minute. Give me a minute. (laughs) Okay, okay. I know you're coming. We just have to do better to each other. Better. We have to be better to each other when it comes to this, because this, these, this is frustrating. Like I can imagine, like this is crazy. Even after I to entertain that, am I being played yeah. right now over a dinner? Like for real? Oh, but dinner? wait, but I, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this though, because y'all know I have some strong, some strong home girls and sorority sisters, and I want to say one of my good friends, and I thought she was gonna be on the live tonight, and she could tell her story. And this was very recent. If it's even been a year, I remember her going on a date with a guy that had been trying to take her out for a long time. He suggested the place. He was late. And so mm-hmm. we, before he got there, she just had ordered like an appetizer or something waiting on him to get there. He shows up, orders. Then when the bill comes, he says, can we split the bill? But guess how much? Guess how much money he had? <laughs> he, he had like eight dollars. Huh? And they was like chili, something like that. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hold so on. yeah, it's still men out here playing games. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> he went out on the full, on a whole day with eight dollars. On a whole day. Yes. Eight dollars. And play, playing the date. Hmm. Number one. Number two. You could have. She was. She did. She did. 
she did kind of make him feel small talking about please do something. Just leave it for the tip. Because I bet you she failed with an attitude, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Will. And you want, Will. Why, you want to know why she's justified in her attitude? Because he I, I'm not went gonna, she, she's very justified. Yeah. She's very I was going to say, don't be inviting folks yeah. out. Now you're married. She's very justified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Will said, Will said that story just drained ninety two percent of his battery. He's crazy. Um, somebody uh Ted says he thought he said the guy thought they were gonna do the chilies two for twenty. He was he would have just been two dollars short. Which yeah, maybe he did think that. Well he um, specified that. You don't go no even there, if you're gonna go two for twenty, you still I mean, he could have cooked, he could have took the eight dollars and made something. He could have said, "Let's go, let's go for a walk and stop and got a snow cone or something." You know what I mean? Like you could be cute and broke. Cute, you could be cute yes. and broke. Yes, I tell men that all the time. Don't try to impress me. Have, have some riveting uh-huh. conversation for free. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, let's see, Ted's also brought up on my live. Um, at least the men say there was a dude on the news meeting women online and meeting. But he said, meeting yeah. for dinner and walking out yep. of them, leaving them with the beef. Yep. Oh, I, I fight. I saw I that. They did. He did. He, the restaurant, they would come up, and then he would uh, He would say he got to go to the bathroom and never come back. Mm. Shut up. And then they, he was, like, off of a dating website. I saw that, too. I mean, he wasn't was like he a, like a, What was he on? I can't remember. What, what was he on? It was, mm-hmm. it was like he was on some website, and, and they said he they were calling him. I forget they had a nickname for him and everything, but, and he was like, <laughs> when they showed his lady, it was like five different ladies that the dude he had gone out with, and literally he had ordered. Mm-hmm. They said the rest of the date was going good, and as soon as dude the bill came, he excused himself to go to the bathroom and never came back. Oh no. I, see now, now I'm gonna be leery about anybody gonna go to the bathroom on a date. I'll be like, I'll be, I'll go too. I'll, okay, we go to go to the bathroom. We going to the bathroom. <laughs> yes, I can. Let him get everything covered for a second. Just wait for it. Wait for it. Make sure. Oh, yeah, I would. Yeah, that would. That would Mm-mm. make me mad. But I guess if that's the first date, you wouldn't know where he lived or anything like that. So. I mean, it wouldn't be nothing else you could do. You can't take him to court. Yonner, he uh, gypped me on the tape. Right. right. He left before the bill came. That is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, like I said, they had the police looking out for him and everything. But I think, like I said, <laughs> I would catch a case. I think, like I said, I, and, and the ones, like I said, they were not, these were not like ugly women. Like, there was nothing from what they said, mm-hmm. the next thing about it, like they said, it was a really good date. They met him online. Everything was good, and he just did when it was time to date. They call him the dining dash dater. That's what they call him. Ooh. Dine- Paul, Paul he was Gonzalez. playing the dining diner dash. Yeah, yeah. Paul that's what he was dine talking about. Dining dash. I'm See. supposed to. Oh, I'll be ready. I'll tell you, ain't no. I'm sorry. Anybody want to take me on a date, just know you're not going to be able to go to the bathroom to have to check your tag. <laughs> I'm going to be on your heels at the mm-hmm. bathroom. Wait. <laughs> like, no. 
yeah. we would not be able to go on a date.
have that mentality that they need to have their own, whether the you know the guy's going to pay for the date or not to have your own to have your own money. Um, after those two situations where I got burned, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. But I pay if I can't pay for myself. Plus, I like to be that person that you know. I like to be act like I'm gonna pay, and then you know he'd be like, "No, I got it."
you hop out. So clean when we hop out. Double brain with the top down. Is that your friend? She can get it, she get knocked down. Got the strap and Tracy Jacker, won't the hot brown. Down with the hot brown. This my city, I'm the king, this is my town. Sunny side, it never rains on the side of town. Pull up and you hop out. So clean when you hop out.
it's so good to hear your voice. I heard you say that if you couldn't pay for the date, you'd go back to the kitchen and sing some Luther Vandross. Is that what you said? <laughs> I said I would sing or if I had to go to the kitchen. Yes, I would. I know that's right. Now, you, you regularly carry your money on your dates, though, right? Now, you ain't doing that on purpose now, is you? No, I would never do that on purpose. Okay. Because y'all didn't really get off into that, but you know I'm an old school player. First thing I thought was, honey, that Negro knew he didn't have no money when he took me out. Honey, I'd have, <laughs> I'd have Roscoe come pick me up and let Frank at the restaurant. How about that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm old school. I'm not as understanding. You lose your flexibility when you get older. My flexibility is off. It's off. Mm. You lose it as you get older. Now. My my granddaughter got me to get a new nail style. I realize it don't really fit me in my age, but I don't care. I'm (laughs) bling-blinging. Now, let me get off into the topic at hand. Now, Q, you did a real good job because, yes, baby, that Erica Badu song was off the chain. Okay? Shout out to Lynn Daughtry because we had lunch today, and she brought that song back to my mind. Y'all know that song. Bad lady, you gon' hurt your back. Carry yes. on back like that. Y'all know that song, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So tonight, I don't want to step on any toes, and I don't want to hurt no feelings. But the mm-hmm. lesson tonight is for the ladies. This is ladies' night. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's ladies' night on the school radio show. And when I get done, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the boot out of here. <laughs> now, let me tell the fellas and give you a disclaimer. Now, when an elder woman of the church like myself is talking to the young ladies, I don't need you to go extra hard co-signing because one day it's going to be for you, okay? Remember that because some of y'all like to hop on and, yeah, tell them, tell them, tell them. There's some things for y'all too, but tonight I'm working on the young ladies, Okay. <laughs> So if you know that song by Erica Badu, we know that Bad Lady, that song is a metaphor for all of the stuff that you carry and that you won't let go of. And I know that somebody going to see this video tonight that, baby, you've been walking around carrying some turmoil. You've been walking around carrying some anger and resentment, honey. You've been walking around carrying animosity. You've been walking around carrying sadness, sorrow. Grief and fear, baby, and I'm telling you right now, you better go Google the lyrics to that song because the song says you're going to hurt your back carrying mm-hmm. a bag like that. Okay? Now, Kel, you know who I'm talking about. It's somebody that blocked me, but I want you to share this video with them so they can see it. They need to hear this. Everybody need to hear this. Even if you don't like me, I want you to hear The bag lady, I want you to put them bags off on the curb. Now, y'all mm-hmm. know every single week your garbage man come through and he pick up your trash. Now, Tuesday is my trash day. I put that can on out. Well, pay the young man next door to drag that can on out because who is not going to be dragging no trash can out and fall and my little medical alert button have to go off is Mother Maybelline, okay? But the young <laughs> man next door, the young man next door pulled my garbage can out to the corner. Now, every week I'm throwing that trash in that trash can. Anything in my refrigerator that smells like it's old, I'm going to throw it away. Whatever I got, I'm going to throw it away in that trash can for them to come pick it up, right? 
So tell mm-hmm. me this. How come we clear the trash out of our house every week? But some of y'all Negroes, well, I don't want to just, now let me say I'm using Negro loosely because I want it to apply to the white, Asian, and the Hispanic. So all of y'all is Negroes tonight, okay? Now, some of y'all, <laughs> you take your trash out every week, baby. Every week you take your trash out. But all that junk you got up in your spirit, you want to hold on for life. Oh, who's with mm. Who understand what I'm talking about? You don't want to see trash in your house. And you don't want to see mess in your house, but your head and your heart is full of junk. Your head and your heart is holding on to beef. I just learned this from my granddaughter. Uh, uh, oh, some real nice young lady. She's real sweet and uh, kind. What's her name? Cardi B. I believe her name is Cardi B. I don't really know a lot about her, but she said mm-hmm. something like, if we have beef, we got beef forever, is what I heard that she said. See, some of y'all is actually living like that where you go have beef and anger forever. You're holding on to bad relationships. You're holding on to what happened in your friendship. You're holding on to what your job did to you. Now you're holding on to your caseworker because she cut your food stamp down and you're mad. Now you're holding it against your boss because he wouldn't let you off on PTO so you can go to Mardi Gras. Now you're mad at your girlfriend because she wouldn't babysit your kids because you got seven of them and they're all between the ages of two and eight and you wanted to go out last night when you need to be home taking care of them babies. Now you're mad at that man that you knew was a dog. Honey, he had somebody when you got him. Now you're mad because he's creeping over. Bad lady. Every time I hear a good one, I need the choir to sing that for me. Bad lady. Here's the problem why folk can't drop their baggage off. You know why? Because you're so busy blaming somebody else for bags that you're carrying in your own hand, sugar. You mad at somebody else about bags that you're carrying on your own. See, at one point in life, uh, what, what, what's the other nice little girl? And she's not real. She's animated. And I believe it was a, uh, I can't think of a cartoon movie. Uh, but but Nicole Mitchell just typed it on a comment and reminded me, let it go, let it go. Let it go. When is you going to let it go? Baby, you're in your 40s and you're still talking about what your college boyfriend did to you, honey. You're in your 50s and you're still talking about how your girlfriend did you bad. At some point in life, we got to do a couple of things. First thing we got to do is let bygones be bygones. Let the past stay where it's at. Leave it there. Mm. The other part is you got to take accountability. You got to take accountability. Now, ladies, you you don't talk about ain't no good men out here, and they all dogs. And I'm so and I'm talking to single ladies right now. Okay, I got some for the married ladies too. But you're talking about single they dogs and ain't no good men out here and. Oh, my heart is so broken. But every man you've been with, baby girl, you chose. It's just like going to the store and shopping for a shoe. Don't we put our feet in that shoe, ladies, and see how it feels on our toes. And we twiddle around and we look in the mirror on the side and we see how we're feeling when we put that shoe on. If you are talking to a young man or dating a young man, and within 30 days his baby mama called you because come to find out his phone is in her name, honey, you already know you're dealing with some junk, but you know what you do. You're going to take a ride on that scooter, and once you take a ride on that scooter, you done lost all your mind. And I know you know what the scooter is. Y'all know what the scooter is, don't you? Yeah. 
Thank you. And you lose your mind. And you purposely put yourself in a position with somebody that don't mean you're no good. Let him dog you out as good as he can. You allow it to happen. And then you got the nerve to walk around talking about ain't no good men out there. No, baby, it's some good men. You just don't pick them. <laughs> you, you don't want a man that's kind of nerdy. You know, maybe he don't go out to the club, but he'll be home every night and help feed them babies. Mm-hmm. You know, you you know you don't want a man that maybe maybe he's missing a tooth or two, but his four hundred one k is stacked and he give you whatever you want. No, you want that kind of like grease lightning. You know, John Travolta they combing combing the hair back being all fool, and you get mad at somebody else. You know, married lady, married lady. You know, you get with a man and think because you get married, some things is gonna change. Now you get up one morning and tell him you done changed. No, he hasn't. You did. You outgrew the mess that you accepted when you say I do. Now you done committed your life to a man, and I'm talking to the believers right now. So you done linked yourself up with somebody, and you mad. So now what you do is you don't let him touch you no more. I'm asleep in a different room. He better not touch me. He better not, he better not look at me. Honey, he come in, and, and you stay on your little Facebook groups and your phone. You don't even want to talk to him. You're mad at him. But tell me something. How many weddings have you seen where the man says I do for the woman and the man? Ain't it two people saying I do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Married yeah. ladies, I got news for you. Getting married don't relieve your baggage. Some of y'all is in your marriage and you more committed to your bitterness than you are your man. Mm. Better lady. Mm. Mm. And I know because I see y'all. Y'all like to say you're married, but you ain't never got nothing good to say about me. Let it go. Matter of fact, tonight, don't tell him you got a headache and go on and relieve some of that stress, sis. Trying to tell you they're whole. 
That's like mm-hmm. me always saying, I'm a grown A woman. You know what it is. I'm a grown A woman. You can see I'm grown. The only reason I got to keep repeating is I'm trying to convince somebody, and it's probably myself that I'm trying to convince. So mm-hmm. when you're out here saying, mm-hmm. oh, no, I'm not bitter. I'm glad to be single. I'm glad to be married to this joker that won't work, and I knew he was sorry, but I said I'd do anyway because I was so insecure. I just wanted a man, so I married him. <laughs> you can't blame nobody but yourself, bag lady. You're going to hurt your back. Some of y'all backs is already hurting. Now, listen, I know, and I'm going to say this before I wrap up and get out of here because I'm going over time. I know sometimes it is difficult to put those bags down. It is exhausting to have to work through that process. But I can tell you from experience, Self-love is the first thing. Do you love yourself enough that you just want a peace of mind, that you just want to be whole, that you don't want to be stressing over your uh, issues that you have with another person, a bad relationship? You want to move on and be productive. But when you're sitting and you're festering over what you think somebody else done did to you, baby, I got news for you, young women. You did it to yourself. You got to guard and protect yourself. You got to guard and protect your mind and your emotions and your body and your spirit. We got this campaign going for domestic violence, Me Too. Some people is after that Me Too on some emotional, some emotional abuse, some emotional, some mental abuse and distress. And you carrying all these bags, and, and here's my last thing before I get off here. You got to learn how to sit still sometimes. And you know what? I'm going to drop the F-bomb on you. You got to learn how to forgive. You got to learn how to forgive yourself, forgive other people, because if you don't, you're going to be somewhere on the side of the road carrying your (laughs) anger, carrying your depression, carrying your sorrow, carrying your resentment. I know it's a bad lady going to watch this video. I want everybody to hit the share button because there's somebody that needs to watch this video, and, baby, you need to let it go. You can't move forward because you're too busy looking back. That's why you got the crook in your neck, all the bags. Let it go, bag lady. Let it go. That's all I got, y'all. That's all I got. Let it go. I love it. Yeah. I think I'm going to go play that uh, while y'all finish up the show. And when Connie get this marijuana legalized, I'll be smoking on the next scoop show. mentioned it, but I want y'all to know we got some house representatives that are being uh, 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 Essence Magazine 100 Woke Women of 2018 honoree Nina Turner is going to be their Ohio senator. They're also going to have Leslie Bonebreak, Devin Denton, Clayton, uh, Caitlin Gleason, Dockery, Kevin Hammond, a bunch of people. But come see Mother Maybelline, 530 to 1130, I will be the MC at the Farmer's Market, 311 South Klein Avenue, Oklahoma City, 7310. Come out and have a good time with me. We're going to cut up, and I love y'all. Bye now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mother's about to take the show off. Okay. <laughs> the doors of the church are now open. <laughs> we, got, we got four minutes. Go ahead,
for rocking with me. Had had a couple of still on here with me a little later. Uh, please share and remember every, we are here every Tuesday from eight to ten. Maybe it's a good week. Oh, this Saturday uh, is the first Saturday uh, pop up shop at Icy Vent Center and up if you're in Oklahoma City area, please come out and see us. Kirby Kitty will be there. Elegance by Design, you there? Um, Saturday? yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Make so, real quick. And uh, that's all I have. And be productive. Have a very productive week. And see you next Tuesday. Um, I did not get to, as always, let you all know that you can get your hair and skincare, all natural hair and skincare products at elegancebydesign.com. That is designed with a Z, where healthy hair and skin is our priority, but a beautiful you is always our specialty. Um, Thank you, as always, for joining in, for your participation and your patience throughout our interview on today. Um, Listen to the replay if you missed any of the responses aside from our uh, breakdown situation. Uh, but definitely share, share, share with those here in Oklahoma, especially that will be directly affected by the upcoming election. So thank you all for hanging out with us. All right. Let me say thank you to um, to Kylie Johnson for being here. Thank you to all of our listeners, our live listeners, um, our uh, call-in listeners, our online listeners. Thank you to everybody. Shout out to the Scoop Nation. You all, as always, have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Mother Maybelline, um, and, of course, to Kels and Q. Um, I appreciate you. And um, uh, what else we got tonight? So uh, the new new article, new low exposure, y'all go to the website. Um, we dropped some new articles. Um, so we did one with Tasha, the cover story with Tasha Page Lockhart, and um, um, my throat is hurting. Um, so go to newboyexposure.org and check that one out. Plus uh, 50 Shades of Red, I believe, is, what, is, is a new article that's up. So we got two or three new articles that are up. Definitely check those out. Um, and we, the, there should be some other ones dropping any day now as well. Um, what else? Tomorrow, the Word on Wednesday is back with Pastor Burns. So make sure you guys tune in. To that, um, he's continuing in his series in the book of Acts. Um, and uh, what else? Am I missing anything? I think I got everything. And, and I do apologize for our technical difficulties. I don't know what's going on, but, yeah, apparently it wanted to play, so it played. But we definitely appreciate everybody for sticking <laughs> with us tonight. And please, again, get involved in that time. Y'all seriously, it is that time. We cannot complain about things that are going wrong if we don't participate so get out and vote do something to be a part of the process to help our communities get better. Um, so whether Kylie Johnson, if you need to get with her, you can follow her on social media so you can um, ask her more questions um, and it's, or go to her website. But definitely out vote for somebody. Be a part of the process. Um, and make sure that whether no matter what state you're in, um, and don't just vote for governor, vote for your governors, your senators, vote for your mayor, all of it. Be a part of the process. Your school board, be a part of the process, y'all. We see what's going on, whether you like it or not. We are a part of the process, and we are a part of the solution. So let's do that. 
Um, let's get out there and use our influence on the best way we can to get people to participate in the process. Let's be informed, let's be educated, but let's go out and vote. So if you haven't registered to vote, please get out and do that tomorrow. I have a good night. I love y'all. I appreciate you all. Um, and we'll continue to bring you all great radio. Y'all continue to keep listening. This is the Scoop Radio Show. Appreciate y'all for tuning in on my line. I'll take you out. 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 With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.